Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, everybody. Ephesians in the New Testament. Some people say Ephesians. Some say Ephesians. However you call it, Ephesians. Chapter 6, can we look at verse 16 together? 1-6. Can we read that? What does it say? Above all, take he what the shield of faith, wherewith what? Ye shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. Everybody say the word of God. Now give a lot of big clap offering. Now it says that we should take the word shield of faith. That has been a subject for some time now. Quenching power. Shield of faith. So my faith is not just faith, but it's also what? A shield. And with that shield, the Bible says, I shall do what? Quench. Everybody say quench. Make useless, disable, disarm, disannul, put to naught the fiery darts of the wicked one. I can show the devil that he's a loser by my word, shield of faith. I can take that shield of faith in the morning and say, Satan, you want to come with me? Come on, let's go. If you can stand it, because with that shield of faith, I can do what? Quench. Everybody say quench. Quench some or all. All what? Fiery darts. No matter how fiery they come, I can quench them. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. Again, the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 1. Are you there with me? Let's read verses 7 and 8. Hebrews chapter 1. What does it say? And of the angels, he said what? Who make his angels what? Spirits. And his ministers. His ministers what? How many flames of fire are here today? Who is that flame of fire? I can't see the hands. I can't see nobody. Who is that flame of fire? Can you shout hallelujah somebody? Tell somebody I'm a mighty flame of fire. Say like you believe it. Tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. I'm a mighty flame of fire. I can quench any fire from the pit of hell because I'm a mighty flame of fire. Now give a little big clap offering. Maybe see it. Now that has been our theme. And I, this weekend the Lord began to minister to me and I said, Lord, how did, how did Father Abraham do it? Because see, you remember we had this teaching where we understand that we are children of Abraham, right? Are you a child of Abraham? Are you a daughter of Abraham? Right? Because the covenant of blessing came through who? Father Abraham, right? David had his covenant. Moses had his covenant. Different covenants in the Bible. But as far as the covenant of prosperity, it came through who? Father Abraham. Can you shout him in somebody? So it is also called the Abrahamic covenant. Abrahamic covenant. Okay? Now, Abraham came before Moses, right? Or no? Moses and Abraham, who came before the other? Abraham, Father Abraham came before Moses. So Moses was a lawgiver. Elijah represents the prophets. Moses came after Father Abraham, right? So the covenant of prosperity preceded the covenant of the law. Does that make sense? 
Now, so if you read the whole of Galatians chapter 3 from verse 1 to the last verse, you will see an expose of how much power and strength God has given us in the new covenant as far as the Abrahamic relationship that we have. If you believe, I shout amen. amen. Now, so if we go to Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4, are you there with me? Romans chapter 4 and verse number 20, can we read that together? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, Abraham, I want you to watch this. Father Abraham, in dealing with the faith which is the shield to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, the Bible says that Abraham did not stagger. He did not, he did not waver. He was not shaky. He did, was not ambivalent. He was not undecided. He was not questioning. He was not weak concerning the promise of God. He did not what? Stagger. But he was what? He was strong in faith. In that scripture there, in that strong in faith, everybody says strong in faith. Some translations say he was strengthened in faith. Some translations say he was strengthened in faith. Now, that strong in faith there refers to the fact that Father Abraham was empowered. Everybody say empowered. He was empowered in the faith. So he stood in a place where his faith could see clearly. Through faith, we would have access to his grace or through grace we have access to the faith which one okay to faith now so he caused his faith to believe God without questioning as he kept believing God without questioning here comes Vicky come for a second Vicky come need your help she Abraham Vicky is Abraham father Abraham don't you look like Abraham and, and she as she positions have faith to believe God keep walking toward me then God also comes near Vicky and says I have you I will help you I will empower your faith give her a big clap offering now and she is is our faith walks toward the Lord the Bible says God reaches out to do what empower me empower me how do I know that in that verse in the Bible, that same Romans chapter 4 verse 20, it says that Abraham did not actively strengthen himself. Abraham did not what? Actively strengthen himself. Meaning he was not the actor as to the person acting the strength. The strength was not from him. It came from somewhere. It couldn't have come from the devil. So obviously it came from God. Can you shout hallelujah somebody? Externally was what? Empowered. Notice he tried. He did not stagger. Things were sometimes, God, when are you going to do this promise? Then the Bible says he was what? In the midst of that battle. He was what? Empowered. It was empowered. And then the Greek Bible puts that empowerment in the passive. 
which means it is not Abraham empowering himself. God had to empower Abraham. Can you say praise the Lord somebody? Now let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Are you there with me? Let's look at verses 15 and 16. Hebrews chapter 4. Yes, we what? Have not. A what? I can't hear you. Uh, we have not what? An high priest. Now, first of all, let's take a moment here to say, Jesus be my high priest, right? Is he your high priest? Tell somebody, he's my high priest. Now, what does this high priest do? The high priest is a pontiff, a priest in Latin, pontiff. Like you hear about the pontificate, pontifical mass in a Catholic church. He is a pontiff. Who is a pontiff? A pontiff is a person who brings your problem before a higher authority and pleads your case for mercy. So Jesus brings us before Jesus. You didn't hear that? If you heard that, you don't shout it. Oh, hallelujah, right? I said Jesus brings us before Jesus. How is that? And brings us before the Father. Amen. Now, we do not have a pontiff, a high priest, the highest ranking of priesthood that cannot be what? Touched. Everybody say touched. Everybody say touch. I can touch him. Everybody say touch. I can hear you say touch. He's never ashamed for you to touch him. Hallelujah. We don't have a high priest that cannot be touched with what? Feelings. Everybody say feelings. Lord, I feel down today. You can touch him. Lord, I don't feel great today. You can touch him. Lord, some things are not going the way they're supposed to. You can touch him. You don't feel excited about a day. You can what? Touch him. Everybody say touch him. Say touch him now. Touch him now. they cannot be what touched with the feelings of our weaknesses weaknesses let's go on next verse but he was in what all points tempted just as we are yet with us oh so Jesus also had his own problems oh so he had his own trials Oh, he went through some time too. Oh, Jesus has some challenging moments too. In his humanity. The Bible says in all points, all points that a human being can be tried, tested. He was tested. He was tested. But yet he overcame so that he will show us how to overcome. So when we are tested, we're not the first. Tell somebody, I'm not the first to be tested. I'm not the first to be tested. He was tested before me. I was tested on every point. Now I can go to him with a point of test to say, Lord, do you remember when you were tested? How did you overcome it? And then he will say, son, daughter, this is how I overcame it. And then you can rejoice. Then he can minister to me because he's a high priest. He helps me to understand. Hallelujah. Give a Lord a big clap of praise. so far.
shield of faith, how we appropriate that, and the fact that behind the scenes in our interrelationship, we have Jesus as an intercessor, as a high priest, to stand in the gap when you feel weak, you're not over with yet, because there's someone to help you who knows the way to the heavenly places better than you and I do. He's an innocent, so he can help us. He can plead our case in a way that you and I may not even know how to do. All right, let's tie that up to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. <clears throat> to just let you know you're not hopelessly, helplessly here. We're not praying hopelessly and helplessly. Friday night, I was doing my own all-night prayer. Stayed awake through the night in the city before the Lord. Sometimes the Lord keeps me through the night. Don't sleep. Just pray to the morning. Just in the city. Now, so, but I don't know how to pray as I should. Right? Romans 8, 26 and 27. Can we read together? What does it say? <clears throat> Likewise, in the same manner, the Spirit also helped my weaknesses for I don't even know how to pray as I should. Yes? But the Spirit, he, the Spirit prays. Look at that. The Spirit does what? Prays. Everybody say the Spirit prays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes over. He takes over. I'm telling you he takes over. I'm praying the night and sometimes you're getting tired after two hours probably getting tired a little bit. Then he takes over. Then he takes over. Then you find yourself praying about things that you have no even clue what you're praying about. Did I hear somebody shout him and somebody? Because the Spirit is what helping me to pray because I don't know how I should pray the way I should. Then the next verse in verse 27, what does it say toward the end? Yes, and he that what? He that what? Searcheth the hearts. Knoweth what is the mind of the spirit for what he maketh in a session for the saints according to the will of God. Bingo! Now, Pastor, how do I pray about the will of God? Pray in tongues. How do I know the will of God? Pray in tongues. Let somebody take over. Let somebody take over your praying. Present yourself by faith and let the Holy Ghost what? Take over from there. Sometimes you see when you start to pray in the spirit, trying to get yourself back in alignment so your faith can, can keep moving. It feels so dry. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So you start to pray. AT&T bills, AT&T bills, AT&T bills. You see? When you hear AT&T, the whole prayer, everything dies down. Then you start meditating on AT&T bills, AT&T bills, AT&T bills. Then the next prayer is AT&T, AT&T. So you start looking around. Oh, then how, much, how much was that bill? See, you get off your knees. You pull your drawer. Ah, you want to see that? You just quenched everything that was happening. AT&T just, you were on 610, AT&T made you go to I-10. AT&T, forgive me, wherever you guys are. But I want you to understand how that, that's the distraction from the pit of hell. That bill in the next 30 minutes will not change. 
but the devil has brought something in the mind realm to magnify it and because he's made it so big in the mind realm see what faith does is that <clears throat> when faith when faith comes in you, you remember Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 through faith we have what understand my mind is jacked up to where I can comprehend what's happening right now so when when faith when faith is moving Faith pulls your mind. Let's go. Pulls your mind along. Did you hear what the father said? Did you hear? Did you hear? I'm saying, did you hear? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, it doesn't matter whether you heard or you didn't hear. Let's go. Let's go. Now, faith drags your mind along. So your mind is not sitting down here. Say, where are you going? Where are you going? All this faith, faith, faith. Where are you going? No. Faith pulls your mind along. Because faith helps your mind to understand that this is the anointing of God that is moving. Come, let's go. So then faith, your mind then has understanding because your mind is going covered by the anointing. Covered by the anointing that came from the word. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Now, then it doesn't So not you on that cloth. Give me back. When I finish preaching, I give it. <laughs> Amen. So then, uh, then faith has pulled your. And so when you're praying, then you start. Libri te pretos, mencretes, hadaba. Somebody pray in tongues, let me hear. Somebody pray louder, let's hear. Amen. As she were praying, my spirit was lifting up. I'm telling you, my spirit was lifting up. I was telling Roxy this morning, as she was praying, I came in the, the sanctuary, she was praying, my spirit quickened. She was praying in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, fire catches fire. Are you all with me? Fire catches fire. So, you come in a Holy Ghost prayer meeting. Eko e tembris, malenke te pre loko se penda de pepe. Oh, satara, can mess with me, devil. Malakata pase ke te prendo lo se pre. Then when you come in, because there's fire in the place, you go. Tini pizo poro do bazingre te ne banga se ke tapa. Malakata pase ke te bosho porota, pare ke te se male me peleko. Then somebody else goes, Mikele! Marikarebe, Karebe, 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 Mikele! Parabagandere, Karebe, 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 Karebe,
even in the pit of hell can stop us can stop your miracle can stop your blessing can stop your breakthrough what demon from the pit of hell feel the denseness of the presence of the Lord here. See, anybody can touch and receive anything you want as the service is going on. Amen? Mark 9. Ooh, are you there with me? What is 21? Yeah. Yes. From childhood, yes. 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 Next verse. Oftentimes that demon cast him into the fire, demons into the water, throw a child into the fire, into the water, yes? Huh? To destroy, look at that, the purpose to destroy him, yes? If Jesus, if you can do anything, please, please, help us, Lord, help us, Lord, help us. Yes, go ahead. Huh? Jesus said unto him, yes? can't believe now if that can't believe all things are possible to him that believe it. some translations make that a question mark some translations make that a question mark I don't really say a question mark there but that's okay if that can't believe all things what all things are possible all things are possible to anyone in the Greek Bible who says says that anyone who continuously believes not who believes one time, you have to what? Continuously believe. There's non-stop. It's non-stop. Okay, go ahead. Next verse. The father of the child cried out, the the child cried out and said what? Lord, what? I believe. Help thou my unbelief. What? How can somebody come to Jesus confessing unbelief? Did you see that scripture? 
I said to the Lord, Lord, what's going on here? Why would anybody come to you confessing unbelief? He already told you, I believe. But this unbelief thing is messing with mama. And Jesus told him, get out of here with your unbelief. His first statement was, I believe. That's all that God cared about. I believe. I believe God heard, I believe. The other unbelief thing he was talking about, it didn't matter. The first thing he said was, I believe. Same words. One is apistos, one is pistos, which you can't, you can't over-translate it. There's nothing there to, to Greekify. It's just what it says. I believe. But this situation has been so overwhelming that sometimes it feels like I don't even believe anymore. And what did Jesus do? Yes. He rebuked that foul spirit. Sing unto him, that dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter him no more. And what happened? And immediately, uh, the spirit what? What cried? The demon cried, shouted loud, and did what? Yes, tore him, came out of him. And then after that, he looked like a corpse. He looked dead. The anointing of the Holy Spirit can drive out demons from your life. You look stoned. You look stoned. You look dead. You are so quiet as if you are dead. But Jesus did assisting ministrations himself here. The Bible says Jesus, when the man was slain, Jesus did what? Took him by the Give me this hand. Jesus took him by the hand and did what? And lifted him. Thank you. And took it by the hand and did what? Lifted him. Assisting ministrations by himself. Like we do here. He lifted him up to his feet. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Now so this man said with his mouth, I believe. And notice what God heard was he believes. That demon can't stay there anymore. I believe, and it's not in the Bible, but I do believe that many times when we pray and we're needing help, God knows how to filter, sift, and intercede our prayer before the Father. Because we know not how to pray as we should. That man should have known not to talk about unbelief around Jesus. But the father knew that this man needs help right now. Does that mean tomorrow I should come with him unbelief? No. I shouldn't. Because without faith, no man shall please the Lord. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Now then, let's add probably about two, three more scriptures in, in which should be done. Uh, in Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. 
in Romans chapter, no, give me 10 first. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Talk about quenching power. Number four. Or number five, maybe. Five. Thank you. What was that? No, Romans 10, 17. Uh-huh. So then what? Faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by... I was trying to find out who was in church. Yes. Okay, let's do it one more time. Let's see who was in church during that preaching. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by... Uh, by... 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 <laughs> by the spoken word of Christ. By the spoken word of Christ. This week the Lord ministered to me again. I mean, I, I can't seem to get over this, this faith message. But anyway, but faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by what? The spoken. Everybody says spoken. So that is the rhema. Everybody says rhema. By the spoken word of God. Christ, sorry, of Christ. Now, I want you to see why this is important. Can I say I have faith but don't believe in Jesus? Is it possible? Is it possible? That I have faith but I don't believe in Jesus. You got it. The Bible says in order to qualify and call this faith some person must be involved in this and who is that person Jesus and he must speak that word for faith to be activated you cannot say you have faith because you have faith faith comes by the spoken word of who Christ he has to speak it so if I took pastor Jay's Bible this woman of God's pastoral Bible. I can see markings from 20 years ago. She got everything in here. Everything. She's taking this with her in the rapture. Everything is here. So she got everything here. Praise God. Give her a big clap offering. She loves God. She loves church, man. Now, if I took this word, and I'm reading one scripture here. And I'm reading... If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in the heart that God has risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto, Jib said, possession. And we go with possession, because that's what she wrote in here. That's what the, the Bible, it means welfare, it means possession, it means prosperity, it means blessings, it means sevenfold meaning. Now, I take that verse, right? And then I wake up in the morning, I wake up in the morning, because sometimes God gives me maybe a portion of a verse, just a portion of verse, and I gotta look it up. Portion of verse, or one that I remember, and I start meditating on it. I gotta dwell on it to get a sense out of it, right? Because I don't know what he's trying to do, what he's trying to say. I'm trying to have a shot this morning. He's bombarding me with different verses. So I run back in to check the scripture first and try to make a notation so I don't forget. And sometimes I say, no, 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 don't write it. You're not gonna forget. I say, okay, yes, Lord. But thank you, Father. Now, Okay, John chapter 6. John chapter 6. 
verse 6 to 3. Can we read it loud so I can, I, I want to hold your thought on that. John 6, 6 to, what does it say? It is the spirit that quickeneth, that makes alive, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I say unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. Now, when it says spoken word of Christ, that means what? Spoken spirit word of Christ. Does that make sense? He says every word that I speak to you, every word that I speak to you is not human. Every word that I give you in the morning, spoken, anything I say to you is what? Spirit. And it brings life. If it touches the knee, it brings life to the knee. If it touches your finances, it brings what? Life to your finances. Whatever it touches, it brings what? Life in that thing. In that thing. Okay, watch this. So he's saying, therefore, the words that I have given you today on Sunday... On Monday morning, every door might be shut. You might be locked in a position of danger or you might be in a situation where you don't know what to do. All the doors may be locked. Because that my word to you is spirit. Is spirit. I don't need the door to be open. I don't need any door to be open. Hallelujah. I'm coming in. I am spirit. I will be there with you. I never leave you nor forsake you. Don't worry about the situation. I don't need any door to be open. I don't need anything to be open. I'm coming in anyway because my spoken word is spirit. Everybody says spirit. Give a lot of big clap off. Anybody still in church? You can walk with a swagger. You are with me so far? Reason is because you have no idea how loaded I am. Don't need no Illuminati. Don't need no Oboni. I don't need no secret court. I don't need no voodoo. I don't need no water spirit. I don't need no mammon. I don't need no talisman. I don't need nothing. I am loaded in the Holy Ghost. Fire in the Holy Ghost. Loaded in the Holy Ghost. Fire in the Holy Ghost. Loaded in the Holy Ghost. Can I stop here now? Can I stop here now? Let me tell you something. When the Bible says that this is a victory that overcometh the world, oh, even my faith, 
doors all they want. They can take the keys with them. When my time comes for the miracle hand of God Almighty, hallelujah, somebody. I said, when that my time comes, all the doors might be locked. Everywhere might be shut down. But when I show up, hallelujah, talk to me. When you show up, God Almighty, the word is going to come alive. And God's healing power is going to be made manifest. Did I hear you shout, yes? in some countries of the world that have to use voodoo and voodoo for staged miracles what you get what you see is what you get but I know I said I know when I pray when you pray when you call when you intercede God will hear your prayer God has heard your prayer. This ring don't mean nothing. It don't have nothing in it. It's not talismanic. This watch here is from Switzerland. It don't have nothing. This cufflinks, nothing. But that word is spirit and it's life. I want you to watch this. The word for spirit is pneuma. Everybody say pneuma. Say it like you love it. Pneuma. Say it like you love it. Pneuma. Yeah. That word is what? Spirit. When that word comes, somebody new home. Is spirit, it made me climb up on top of the problems. I was lifted.
to a new height. Then all of a sudden, I'm dancing like there's no problem on the planet. No, it ain't it. Everything came under my feet as I was dancing, not even being careful whether the chair would hold me or not. When that word comes, it lifts you up. It raises you up. God lifts you up. Hallelujah. Sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art! How great Thou art! Maybe sitting. Maybe sitting. You're lifted up. You can sing. You can worship, you can bless the Lord, but there are problems still in the world. You're not in an island, there are problems, but God has taken you to the island of Patmos. You, they are there, but they can't touch you. They are there, but they can't pull you down. They are there, but they cannot hold your feet. They are there, but they can't tie you down. Anybody ready to lay down the net today? At the word of the Lord today. Are you ready for another catch in the name of Jesus? Now, God helps me because I can't help myself. In Romans 8, 25, 26, now, he said he helps me to pray according to what? The will of God. How many times have we asked the will of God to be done? Anybody remember Samantha? We asked God's will to be done? When you pray in the spirit, he will line up your prayer with the will of God. That's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 14 or 12, no, 12 maybe. He said, I thank my God, get that scripture for me, that I speak in tongues more than you all. Wow. Paul said that. You know, I thank my God. Anybody got it? I speak in tongues more than y'all. More than all of you. 14.2. Can you read it? Go ahead, woman of God. Yes, unto God. Yes, go ahead. Is that what he says? I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than you all. Uh-huh. Now, I need the one that says, I speak in tongues. 1418, what does it say? Thank you, woman of God. I thank my God that what? I speak in tongues more than every one of you in the Corinthian church. Oh, my goodness. The whole church put together, Paul said, I speak in tongues more than all of you. He said, yet yeah, to the church, I'd rather speak a few words that people understand, he says. 
You know, but I, I, I thank God. I speak in tongues. Let me tell you something. You think you speak in tongues? I, Paul, I speak in tongues more than all of you combined. That's Paul speaking. What was Paul's audacity? What is it that caused this man to be so fiery for God? Look at Acts Apostles chapter 26. Acts Apostles 26 and verse 19. Someone please read. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Something on the way to Damascus has cost me from then till now. This fire keeps burning in my bones. My faith keeps being strengthened. That word in me has been spirit. Acts chapter 9. That I will need your help to sort where I need out. Acts chapter 9. Show me where he said, Lord, who art thou? Anybody? Is it verse 3 or verse 2? Verse 5. Go ahead, read Mike. And he said, Who are you, Lord? Uh -huh. Then the Lord said, Notice, the Lord said to this murderer, The Lord said to this murderer, This is the first time Paul is dealing with the issue of the Lord speaking to him directly on his way to Damascus to go murder or take more believers captive. Okay, go ahead. I am Jesus. All this time you've been attacking church folk, it's me. It's not church people, it's me you've been attacking. Yes, go ahead. It is hard for you to kick against the pricks. Yes, go ahead. Trembling and astonishing. Okay. The murderer is asking. <laughs> I'm bewildered. What, what you want me to do? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. For I must what? I must show thee what? Go ahead. The people were speechless. They saw nobody, but everybody heard this voice. Go ahead. Saul arose from the ground. His eyes were open, he saw no one. Then after that. Look at that. Instant supernatural blindness. God struck him with blindness. No seeing, nothing. And no eating for three days. He heard the voice of Jesus, the spirit. That voice that was spirit to him kept him going. To where he came before the king, he said, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto this heavenly vision. It's kept me going. Because the word is what? Spirit and is life. Many of us have heard from God many times. But it's not keeping us going. This guy heard one time. And he has not forgotten that experience. Did he, on his way to Damascus, did he see Jesus? But he heard a voice, but in his spirit, his spirit immediately called him Lord. And he said, this has kept me going. Even when Peter disagreed with him, kept him going. And uh, Barnabas disagreed with him and they fell out, fell out he kept going. R wrote more than half of the New Testament, heavenly vision.
one voice, one encounter, one encounter caused this man to walk tirelessly through prison court, through gates, thrown over walls, persecuted, attacked, lied on, all kinds of things. One voice in the spirit kept coming and quickening him. Think about that. We church folk, we want God to speak to us in secret. Lord, speak again. Speak, please, Lord, speak. Use the man of God to speak to me. Never did not let him not move his leg anyhow. Speak, let him speak. I need. The, the prophecy of speaking. Lord, talk to him. I need to be revealed. Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, talk to him. Nothing wrong with that, but how long? Get the fire. I say, acquire the fire. Somebody say, acquire the fire. Get the fire in your bones. Get in the Holy Ghost and let the devil take care of himself because the gates of hell shall not prevail against you and your faith shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You're with me so far. think I dance here every Sunday. I think I'll be more alone. In 1977, September of 1977, I went to Pastor Ibenemes Church close to a family home in Kefi. And before he said altar call, Jack Robinson, give my life to Jesus. Before that, in 1976, there were some Baptist preachers that came from the United States working with some Nigerian preachers. And they, they were called, their group was called Bishara. And the mission then was called Sabun Rei Donkowa, New Life for All. They came to Kefir to this elementary school called a Baptist school. I went there, sitting on that pew. Altar call. Jesus, save this Catholic boy. That's two now. October the 13th, 1978, at 8.30 p.m., I came from church, the ECWA church in Kefi. And I headed home. They were showing a movie about vultures gathering in the Negev desert in Israel, getting ready for human flesh in the battle of Armageddon. I wept from the church. I didn't wait for the grace. I went to give my life to Christ again, the third time, just to be sure. And that night, I knelt behind my room and I cried, Lord, save me from my sins. Don't leave me behind. Come into my heart and become my Lord and personal.
that same year I went to med school first year and David Bashi this was November of 1978 David Bashi came to our room in the Ahmadu Bello University's area was talking about the Holy Ghost and the others were arguing the people who got saved before me were arguing I said David what does it take to speak in these tongues I need it the other said we have been praying in the English language we don't even understand what we're doing you want to add more complications who speak in another language who is going to interpret for you I said David pray for me Holy Spirit baptism David laid hands on me that night November of 1978 I spoke in tongues for the first time when you see me jump around there's a depth of love for the Lord there's nothing in this life that matters to me more than people getting saved and people finding help when I do business, I do business because I want to prosper poor people. I want to empower disadvantaged people. I'm not looking for money for myself. I know I will, I continue to have, but when I see people in need, I made a vow to the Lord in med school. I said, Lord, if you ever graduate me from med school for the rest of my life, let me never forget the poor and I've tried not to amen so my passion in life is about how can I use God's power to empower somebody how can I help you she was Catholic didn't know nothing about the Bible when she came this lady or anything some of you came from scratch many trained in this city my joy has been. What is it that we can do to help everybody? It's not about you. It's not about you. It can't always be about you. I don't know why I'm sharing this. My time is gone. I know that, but please forgive me. I crave your indulgence. Today's appreciation. Forgive me for today. I don't know why I'm sharing that. But must life be about you? Can it ever be about somebody else? Can we ever plan for somebody else? Can we ever do something for somebody else? I have spent silver and gold in ministry. I spent over $4 million in different ways for this ministry. When we had that property over there, I spent over $3.3 uh, $3 million of cash money I could have kept for myself. I made my first million dollars in the year. I won't tell you. Here in this city. But all for his kingdom. And I'm conscious remembering every time that this is about God's kingdom.
not about me. It's about God's kingdom. 2001, after the first million dollars came, I called some three people in the church to Olive Garden, Olive Garden on Richmond, Highway 6, Olive Garden. I sat them down. I said, I brought you so that we can thank God together. That God, today, as of today, I'm a millionaire. That's what I told him. No, no, it's nobody's money, but God gave it in being faithful to ministry. I said it's cash. It's not borrowed money. It's not assets. It's cash in the bank right now. So we had lunch together, and we prayed, and we thanked the Lord. What am I saying here? It's not being about you as a person. It's about somebody else who does not have, who does not have that privilege. I am soaked in plans and programs right now to try to see how people can be helped. And being in church today, I want you to always remember all this faith message, all this blessing message must not always be about you. Please, let it be about somebody else. And take joy and have excitement in doing it for somebody else. Don't feel bad and don't expect that person to do back to you. that is bigger than it looks and I want you to understand it's so global it's unbelievable we're doing stuff around the world right now that you may not know but you're part of it and this day as you remember pastor's appreciation it's not about anybody else I know you're thanking God for me today it's good it's good to do that because it's a blessing that goes with it Bring your seed and do something for somebody else, not about you. And let God use the anointing on this man of God's life to bless you in turn in ways that I cannot bless you. Does that make sense? So that faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked, be your portion today. Be your blessing today. May the blessing of the Lord be upon you, every one of you, from the crowns of your heads to the source of your feet. May the Lord cause you never to see shame or pain in your life. As I pray in the spirit today, may God's anointing lift you up where the enemy has tried to discourage you, where the enemy has tried to frustrate you. May God Almighty wake you up. May God Almighty, may God Almighty, may God encourage you today with a fresh miracle by his spirit that you will never regret serving God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Who has been the most blessed today?